back. Another episode. What's Another. this, 55? Uh, 55, 54? What is it? I think it's 55. 54 sounds familiar. All right. Episode 54 of... 55. 55. A Basement <laughs> with the Boys. What's happening? Uh, you know, same old. Got approved for that place. Yeah, shout out. Today. Hold on, hold on, hold on. New this new is the house. perfect... <laughs> yeah, the drops. Yeah, I got. You're gonna be hearing a lot of these now. What is that? Owen oh, Wilson. Wow. I thought it said why now. No, I got Play that. Play one more time. Why now? Why nice. now? I got okay. that. What else? What else? We Let's got? hear them. Let's hear the drops for everybody. Uh. Bazinga! <laughs> Go! <laughs> <laughs> This this is my favorite one. Pussy. <laughs> Got that. Uh, we're gonna have to get more appropriate ones. That's good. I can see that. And then this this one this one I made. Shout out to Chloe. Is that her? Yeah, I got her laugh. That's good. That's yeah, good. right. Melissa was crunk on that. But yeah, dude, you got you got approved for the place. Yeah, when's it's moving be day? A, a basement with this boy. Yeah, we moving basements. Basement. We, switch, we switching basements. Yeah, three other, uh, you know, grown men. Kings. But Scrap's got a yard. Gonna, dude. There's gonna be so many parties there. We're definitely gonna have a housewarming. Now, um, a housewarming or a house party? Because housewarming like means housewarming. I gotta bring like a, like, you don't a need house to bring plan. a gift or anything, but just come and we're gonna christen it with piss, piss, throw up, spill drinks. All right, so all that. That that's what I was thinking about. When we're thinking about what to call, like I think I'm way more likely to go to emo night now that you're up here. Why? Because you have to come back. You got to traverse back. Yeah, and I don't have to traverse back by myself now. Yeah, and that's honestly the good thing about it too, is because like John's gonna be down to go out. Chris is always gonna be down <coughs> to go out, and we're all gonna be splitting Ubers anyway to the same location. So it just makes a you know a forty dollar Uber a you know like fifteen. You know, $13 Uber. And it wasn't even the price. I'm just not that dude that wants to be in an Uber by myself coming back. And like, You don't feel safe? No, it's not that I don't feel safe. I just don't want to have to, like, wait for an Uber by myself, then come back, and then, uh, excuse me. And I've, that's that's one already. And I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Now that I, like, I don't get drunk anymore. So, like. That's I, cat. What? When's the last that's, time I got drunk? You can get drunk. Uh, I was drunk. I was drunk on my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you uh, <laughs> I think when you go out now, since priorities have changed for you, you don't have that that drive to get drunk. Right. So it definitely keeps you from. I have that drive you, to have fun you, and save money. You can get drunk. Oh, I could. You definitely like, can. I, like I think that if we pre-gamed first, I would get drunk at the pre-game. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely down for it, but I I don't know. I just always hated the idea of taking Uber back by myself. And it's not, like, fear or nothing. I just, it's not fun. Like, it makes the come down, like, it makes you dread when the night's over, especially when everybody's going different ways. Like, at least, and I never took an Uber, like, back to Mayfair and took one here, but at least, like, I'm the only one that was up here, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate what you said about the come down because I have a real problem with, like, the party ending. Yes, like, I do. never wanted to end. You like, always have. I, I would go to after hours to like 6 a.m. if I could just to. What was that after hours in? Knights of Columbus? No, no, no. Uh, uh, right next to the walls, right? Yeah. Joey um, D's? 
Joey O's. Joey O's. Joey O's. I've never been there. I don't even know if it's still open. It. I don't think it was like after hours aren't supposed to be open, so it was just like a like a known commodity. Yeah. What is the legal loophole that keeps after hours going? I have no clue. (coughs) I don't get it. They have no windows. I know that. Yeah, and no dignity. Clearly, (laughs) just. I mean, did you ever go to Joey O's? Not Joey O's. The only after hours I've been to was Nice Columbus doesn't count. Why why not? Like you went you went there after hours, but it's it's something that's like associated with the church. Like there's there are people come to our masses. Yeah, but I mean I think the the definition of after hours is just an open bar past two o'clock and I feel like right? Like I feel like there's more of a kickback. No. I mean because almost it's not like anybody could just walk in there. I mean, you technically could if you knew, but I guess yeah. You how'd you get in nice in Columbus? Who's the night you know? Um, I don't. I don't know. I just like Ended Joyce there. went there one night and so random. Yeah. Usually you go to Maggie's, and then if you know somebody, and they're go like to going nice in Columbus afterwards. There, I. I that just, sounds terrible. Yeah, I just don't know if it's the same thing. That's. But, I think that's why I stopped wanting to go out. Like on top of having, like, <coughs> I promise I don't have damn, COVID. You got COVID. I promise I don't. Don't say that. <coughs> Fuck. On top of not, on top of having a girlfriend, at the time. I just never wanted to go anywhere else. We talked about this on the last one. Like I don't like to move around. Like I'm very stagnant. I'm mm-hmm. not a nomad. Like I want to know where I'm going. Can that? Can you toss me those tissues? I'm going to know where I'm going and just chill. Sorry. Yeah, I feel that. I also feel like after hours was made for people that go out starting at like midnight. Because two hours isn't, I don't think it's plenty of time to get everything done at a bar that you want to get done. Oh, if you ask me to go out at midnight, I'm not going. Yeah. But most people are usually like, they'll pregame at a house or something until like 12 then they go to a bar for the last two hours. And I feel like I'm starting to notice, too, I guess, with, like, the whole party scene. Like, there's a lot more drugs involved. Oh, there's definitely more drugs. And I, like, anticipate it. I mean, I'm pretty tame considering, like, my, my history. I mean, the wildest thing I've ever done is just, like, smoke weed. Okay. That's it. I mean, nothing. Nothing crazy. I was trying to find crazy. edibles. Well, it's the same thing. It's weed. Yeah, no, I was trying to find one. Um, well, I know at Roger Wilco, they sell, it's not weed, but it's like, I guess CBD. it's like CBD. Apparently they have a similar effect. I took w- CBD my once. Friend, like I have a friend that smokes weed and he said it, it felt similar. Like when he took those edibles, so, I mean, they sell them there and I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Just take one for the pod. Re- good way to relax. Dude, if I did that before the podcast, we'd be getting some, some pretty profound, thoughts because i like whenever i do i definitely write down stuff that i think of really and i think it here it? I, have, I, have <laughs> one. I have one right here that i guess i could share we'll pull up the notes app so, <clears throat> dude this cough is going to make this pod terrible yeah my my last entry i bet the loincloth was made on the first day of like just humans whether it was adam and eve or you know evolution whatever you believe but basically some caveman was just traversing with his dick out and he was getting destroyed by the sun and he said fuck this like 
This has got to get covered up. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing it says, let's cover this shit up. I might need this. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's not that's not as profound as I thought it was going to be. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, when you're, I guess, in that influence, it always seems profound. But yeah, dude, there's. I didn't realize how much like drugs were in the scene until I went to college. Yeah, honestly, because our friend groups. I mean, like I, I'd say we have a as far as that goes. Um, like I said, like just pretty tame. Yeah, we're middle, we're middle of the pack, friend group. Yeah, like, like we nobody, weren't dorks. We're not super. Like you and I weren't dorks. I don't think. Maybe I mean it's all in the eye of the, the beholder, I guess. Like Melissa said that she thinks that we were popular, but I don't think that. No, I I wouldn't say. I feel that. like you were more popular than I was. Like no, people wanted I just to come got to along your house. with everybody. Like I didn't really have any beefs. And I just had like people come over and drink. I mean, if I didn't have people come over to my house, I'm sure I'd have a lot less friends. I mean, I don't really talk to anybody that would come to my right. house parties. Like all my friends I have now are none of them came there at the right. time. So what do you why do you think I had so many beefs with people? That's uh You can be honest. I don't know. It could stem from like insecurities. With me? Yeah, I don't I don't know what those insecurities could be, but I know maybe you were just comparing yourself to people and you would see that they had something that you wanted, possibly, and you were okay. like, Well, I'm like better than this person. Like it probably stemmed from, from some sort of arrogance that you had when you were younger. That's true. No, I, de- I, I could definitely see that. I just always wondered because for some reason, out of our group of friends, it was always just, like, it just always seemed to find me for some reason, like having problems with some somebody. And I think this because I was not necessarily, like, I, I don't think that I'm a bully. Like, I'm definitely not a bully, but I don't like seeing people get bullied. Like, I don't like when people say stuff about other people. Yeah. Um, and things like that. I just always wondered that because for some reason, like, now as an adult, I don't have as many beefs and, like, any beefs that I've had since I graduated college is really just because, like, I don't want to associate with people who move a certain way. But, mm. like, for some reason, like, obviously setting up what we have coming up for the pod, like, I've been thinking about high school and I'm like, for some reason I always, like, literally every three months I would have somebody I was, like, not fucking with. And I don't really get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely a couple of different factors. One, you've grown up and just realized that, other people aren't worth your energy, and I'm, I'm learning that too. It's just not worth energy just stressing about other people and what they're doing or how they affect you. Right. Another thing is you're interacting with less people now than you were Way less. back then. And three, like in high school, it kind of affects your status in high school, like depending on, you know, it's like MGK and Eminem. Like MGK's whole career took off after he beefed with Eminem. Chill. We were bumping MGK way before that. Yeah, but his career sucked. He literally got bodied by Eminem and started doing He didn't get bodied. Pop punk. I, I liked MGK's this, but yeah. I think Eminem's is way better. I, I I'm I, I I could see that. But he's like just totally flip flop and But he's killing he, it he's now. A whole other, I don't like him, dude. You you his don't like the gimmick, new music? No. I just See, I think it's better. I mean, it's probably better than what he was producing. Like, I only knew one song. Wild Boy? Yeah, Wild Boy. Yeah. Wild Boy and... Um, but, like, 2 Chains was the best part of the song. Wasn't Meek on that? 
I think the remix. Yeah. Do you have that? I got Apple Music. Hold up, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> Be sick. Uh, what's it called? Wild Boy. Wild Boy. That Wild Boys is an underrated show, by the way. Nobody never brings it. that up. You never watch Wild Boys? Mm-mm. Oh man, it was like, you know, Jackass meets like Jeff Corwin. Do you want to know what my my mom never let me watch? What? The Osbournes. Sharon. And it was kind of racist, I think. Really? Yeah, I, th- I think she probably didn't want me to watch like these white people just being crazy. That or because yeah, I, I, like, I maybe I never... had nothing to do with them being white and everything to do with him just being fucked up on drugs. Is he fucked up? I I don't know if he was necessarily high at that point, but I feel like he did so many drugs in his past that you know he just isn't this like just a fully functional human. Like there's something that lacks. I could see that. You know, just the way he talks and like stumbles. Excuse like, me. I can see that. This laptop's so fucking slow, bro. I wonder why. Damn, I, we got three Macs in the room right now. Facts. All facts. I love how he's kind of just become, like, just like the mascot. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. I am Steve-O. <coughs> Dude, this, this was in that, um, this was in that Civic playlist. Yeah. Dude, the Civic playlist is good. I definitely have most of those songs saved just for nostalgia. You're so nostalgic, yo. I love it. I mean, I, I definitely do like association with them. Yeah, skip, skip the two chains. All I kill is beat some pussy. Dude, for like from 2011 to 2013, he did not come out with a bad verse. Dude, two chains always catch one. Yeah, I remember you asked me in the car. Oh uh, wait, here, here goes Meek. Dude, Meek smokes this joint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wild boy, step out like a cowboy. Fucking DJ Diamond cuts. Oh shit. Yeah, I definitely fuck with this shit. Fucking at one point you asked me like who I thought like the best rappers out were, and I'm pretty sure I said like Kendrick Lamar and J Cole. Okay. And then Do you did you see that J. Cole they, just declared himself the best rapper alive today? No, I haven't. He did. In other news, no. What what happened? Would Oh he, he he's on Benny a Butcher song? song, which I I feel like that would be I feel like that would be your bag. I could see you being a backpack rapper. What the fuck is that? Like just hold on. You traverse I I've been saying traverse a lot today, but like just like not hipster, but like real um Street rap, like hold up, just shit you like could this. see me being a street rapper, like stuff that sounds like this. That's not like Matt, dude. I, I think you're you're hit, missing the mark. <laughs> like I don't know why I could see you listening to like Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs, dude. Fucking never heard of any of these people. The Butcher so, coming, nigga. That's what he's doing. Th- that's a good name. What, what do you think? See? Would you be DT One Hundred if you started rapping? No, I just stole that from YG. Yeah, I'm mad that like Dollar Bill was before Ty Dollar Sign got famous. No, it wasn't. Don't do that. I don't, think so. Don't do Ty Dollar Sign like that. Dude, when you heard him say she won dollar, she fuck with dollar. Like, I, I don't feel do like, tie dude, dollar sign now, like that. I'm like starting to cringe now, just thinking about like some of the shit I would put on my Twitter. 
And just, like, oh, the fact that people associated me, like, as Dalla, like, Dalla Bill. I mean, it was really only us. Like, nobody called. No, like, I would, like, talk to, like, just, like, different chicks and stuff. They'd be like, oh, it's, it's fucking Dalla Bill. Nobody ever said that to Yeah. Me. Who? Because they would do it, like, ironically, though, because <coughs> I don't know why. But I definitely recalled, like, ran, like girls in, like, younger grades. That, they don't like, count, though. Me, that, like, didn't know me, but they knew, like, from Twitter. When did, when did you change your Twitter hand, your Twitter to Dollar Bill? Before 2016? Dude, I changed my... Dollar Bill was... So, at first, my Twitter name the was... Fuck the, the Fuck Twalkin'. The worst. Then it was some variation of, like, my name. And then directly after that, in, like, 2012, it was Dollar Bill. All right, so you did be Ty Dollar Sign. Yeah. 100%. I deleted Twitter in, like, 2017. Yeah, that's sure. yeah. What's this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Two chains. Oh, Two chains vibe. and Ty, Ty Dollar that's Sign. That's a vibe. We got to talk over that's the music, though. We'll good. Get yeah, that's some good transition music. Yeah. I know, dude. I'm just fucking vibing now. Hey. Another one. What's, what's the... I feel like your mom is like my mom. So my mom never let me listen to um, parental advisory. Okay. Like, she wouldn't let me listen to it. And then my dad got me J-Lo, the album. The album that she went number one when the wedding planner was out. And it had I'm Real, the remix with Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And... I was singing it, and he says, like, to these pussy niggas, and I didn't know there was a curse, so I said it, and my mom popped the shit out. What's the first, like, like album that your mom got mad that you had? Like, remember when Ray Mishot, Big Ray broke Vanessa's iPod <laughs> because she was listening to, like, yeah. the St. Lunatics or something? Yeah. What, what was yours that was like that? Because I could see your mom, like, my at, mo- no. after watching her fight with the TV like that, I could see her definitely no, my, breaking the CD. My mom... Is just more angry when shit affects her. So that whole TV incident, like all these other things, is like anniversary she's like just passed too. Yeah, or if she's like just pissed about something, but she's never really gotten mad at me. Like, dude, I think I pranked my mom with like meat spin when I was like in fifth grade. What the fuck's meat spin? You don't remember meat spin? I've never heard of it, dude. You don't know meat spin? No, what is it? Dude, I mean, I don't know if it's still up, but it's basically a video of some dude's dick. It's like a GIF spinning around, and it's saying, you spin me right around, baby. Like, that's just something that people did back then. I don't know why. So strange. <laughs> is that, is that... I don't have the I don't have the plug-in, but that's so strange. Yeah. So, damn, I, I can't believe you learn something new every day. I've never heard of that before. There's another one. It's like lemonparty.org. Never that one's like old it. dudes. Yeah, like me, Kev, <coughs> you know, all those dudes. We were just like... God damn. That was the thing. It was the, the pranks, but... It's so funny. I'm friends with Kev's mom on Facebook. Yeah, she, she's active on there. She, yeah, I see her, she's like, interact on your stuff. Shout out to Kev, yo. Yeah, Kev, uh, he, he, <coughs> I was talking to him a little bit the other day. I, I haven't seen him in a while, but he had his, his second daughter yep. and stuff. Catch that girl dead. Yeah. yeah it's not, he's the only, like... Dude and his direct family. Yeah. No. Thinking about Tim Hinchy, right? No, they're they're not related. I just meant like so. I mean, well, Graham's passed away a couple years ago, but no, she didn't. Yeah, she did. Unfortunately, I didn't peep that. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, but like just what about Philadelphia? I I mean like direct, direct, right? Like like, they lived in the house, like core. Yeah. 
But um, you just brought brought my mood down saying the Grams died. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I like was thinking about that the other day too. Um, but at any rate. So your mom didn't care about music? Yeah, my mom. Did she care about anything like that? Like Grand Theft Auto no, or No, what she cared more about was if we were watching a movie and people started fucking, she'd be like, look away, look away. Or really? Like, leave the room. But I would just like look through my fingers, you know, like any normal person. What was the first movie you saw people fucking? Uh, I think Forrest Gump, but I don't remember Never seen like, it, so seeing them. F- like, I just remember... It was implied fucking. Okay. I think. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but when him and Jenny go at it. Did you ever see, and this is probably why I have my, my fetish for older women, did you ever see um, Unfaithful with Diane Lane? No. How old was Diane Lane? I don't know, yeah. but it was in 01. Yeah, she was a little No, older. no, Diane Lane or Diane Keaton. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, two different people. Diane Lane, Lane is, you know. Old Mandy Moore. Pretty hot. I'm I mean, pretty sure it was Diane Lane. Let me see. Yeah, Unfaithful was in 02. It was her and Richard Gere. That's the dude from, like, Pretty Woman, right? Uh, I don't know who this man is. Uh, yeah, he was in Pretty Woman. But, obviously, the name of the movie is Unfaithful. And she was cheating on him. And I remember, because my mom had it on DVD. That and Monsters Bowl with Halle Berry, yo. I watched that, dude. I, I snuck that, that shit just, just, <laughs> just to see titties, yo. Like, yeah. I would just... And you could do a scene selection and you could go find it. That was my mm-hmm. shit. And then um, when her and my dad started dating, young as fuck, he let me watch American Pie, bruh. American Pie 2 when, with the lesbians, that was my shit. Yeah, um, I'm definitely a big fan of the first one. The second one, that's when they're at like the camp, not, the house not camp. or whatever, yeah. like they were on the lake. Which I thought that oh, I yeah, was going to have a summer yeah, like When that. they break into the house yeah. and shit. <coughs> I feel like we've, like whenever I watch movies, I don't know if you get this feeling, but you feel relatable. Like, I feel like I've been in a scenario that's similar to that. Like, as crazy as that sounds. Are you serious? But I just can't, like, think of it for some reason. Not like, oh, like, we were going to have sex with, like, two lesbians. But, like, that feeling of, like, you, like, snuck in somewhere you weren't supposed to be. And, like, it was just, like, a good memory. But I can't remember it. Maybe yeah, it's I just the feelings that you evoke, I guess, from it. I don't know if I ever, if I ever felt that. Um... Type of thing, but I've definitely seen in like, <sighs> I've seen on TV where situations happen, and I know how close that shit was to happening with me, and I'm like, God damn, if that would have, ha-. you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never actually been in a situation I've seen on TV though, like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just dreams too. Dreams. Oh, dude, that's gotta be a drop. Yeah. On there, right on Randall. Hello, caller. But. Yeah, those those are my those are my first movies, and it's crazy because like, the shit, it's crazy for the longest period of time people were just getting off to like pictures. Pictures, magazines, like, could you imagine trying to like prop up a magazine and? I could get it done. Just wouldn't have the same effect. Bro, no no lying, it's kind of disrespectful. I have a I had a Playboy. I might still have it. Were your cousin in it? And I didn't know <sighs> that, that was your cousin. Yeah, well, technically yes, but technically no. Uh, like not blood cousins, but we gonna count it. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, that when you told me that, that really upset me because it, yeah. it felt like fucked up. No, no, I mean, I like met her like one time. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you actually met her? Was she? And like, it wasn't even did you like meet that. Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. Didn't didn't they date? 
She didn't date Jeff Garcia. I'm pretty sure she did. Get the fuck out of here. Hold on, let me let me Th- check. That's like an even bigger flex than like anything else. Hold on. Um, no, like she came over to like my one aunt's house or something. I remember she like signed pictures and shit, and I'm like, who's this person? Like, why are they signing pictures for family members? Um, but I was probably like five or six. If she, that's, that's a huge flex. That's like, you're thinking, I mean, he was in, he's in San Fran and shit. Just. No, who, the, it, it wasn't him. It's definitely not Jeff Garcia. But who did Jeff Garcia date? He dated somebody that was like fine as fuck. Oh, so that's what you're saying. Hold on. Let's see. Personal life. Carmela de Caesar. Fucking Jeff Garcia. Who's your favorite, yo? He, uh, th- that fucking video of the dude saying Jeff Garcia is our baby, baby. That That's pretty iconic. I remember I was at my friend's house watching. It was like one of the last regular season games, I think, to like get in the playoffs, if I okay. remember correctly. And they lied to <coughs> us and said that Jeff Garcia just drove by the house. And we talked to him for a minute, but I was like hype. I really like. I was really gullible <coughs> as a kid. Same as you a should be. A lot of things like people lied to me about. Like your life would be ass if you weren't gullible as a kid. Yeah, like I remember when I was real young. So my dad always had like a bad back or whatever. Okay. I guess it was from like you like did concrete or whatever. Got you. And I always asked him about it, and he said he was a pro wrestler. And he got hit with a steel chair by Hulk Hogan. Oh, shit. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Really? Yeah. I mean, just imagine, you know, just thinking that this dude that you fucking live with just, like, fucking fought Hulk Hulk Hogan Hogan. at some point. Did you ever believe the wrestling was real? No, I was never really into wrestling, though, as a kid. I don't trust you. All right, go ahead. I just wasn't. I just... Just something about it didn't click. I remember, you know, all my cousins were, obviously, like, Dan is huge. Or was huge. And, is he into it now? And no. John is, but not currently, or John was. Yeah. Big in the wrestling. Like, I've literally only watched, like, I'm crunk for Royal Rumble tomorrow. I watched Royal Rumble WrestleMania. Yeah, I appreciate the, it's almost like Jerry Springer with choreographed violence. Okay. The, oh, my God. I have a WrestleMania story for you that involves okay. Dan. For some reason... Like, we all, it was me. At Dan's house? Yeah, it was me, Dan, Joyce, John, and I want to say Vin. It was, like it was Chris either. Chris Horn. It was either Vin, Chris Horn, or Chris Kyle. I forget, because it was like the first time I met them. Probably all three. No, it was just one. Okay. Um, And it was when Dan was dating Jess. So, we were watching, and we had all been there. Like, I got there late, because I watched my car, super random, and I watched my car, and then, I got there, we were all watching it, and then it was like, finally a main event, and then Dale was like, all right, guys, I'm going to head out. Uh, can you guys leave? And then, like, Excuse me? <laughs> he, he had to take her back to her house. And then Joyce was like, I'm not leaving. And then John was like, dude, you're going to let us get to the main event and try to make us leave. Like, it was just hilarious how he said it. He was like, dude, nobody's leaving right now. And then Dan was like, come on, dude. And then, like, the outfit they had on was so terrible. Like, it was so terrible. And then we asked him about it the next day. And he was like, yeah, I was just trying to get ass. So I was trying to get y'all to leave. What the fuck? But that's was, so anti-Dan. That does not, that's no, off but script it was, Dan. It was so funny because it was like, not even, like, not even, 
that it was the promo going into the match. Like, WrestleMania is long. So, like, even if he would have said, like, yo, can you guys leave, like, before the next match starts? We probably all could have got to where we needed to be before they even got to the ring. But he waited until they rang the bell and said, all right, I'm going to head out. Why didn't he just do the sensible thing and just go in the basement and just, like, fuck her or something? <coughs> I don't know. And he kicked, not kicked out Aunt Lisa, but she was, like, trying to sit and watch, like, for a little bit. And then he was just, like, very dismissive. <laughs> like, it was it was just, like, anti-Dan. Yeah, but yeah. Well, it fu- took over his horniness. It's funny looking. Dude, what's, what's the worst your horniness has ever gotten you into? Man. You ever been horny and mad? I'm sure, yeah. Those Bro, are two common worst. emotions or feelings. That's the worst. Uh, the worst has got me into... Actually, a memory came up... One time, hot On Snapchat from five years ago. And so horny, I snuck this girl and her friend on base. The one girl was in the You tr- had to sneak people in there? No. The one girl I signed in, the other girl, I put her in the trunk of my car. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she snuck on base, and they basically came up to my room and, you know, for other activities. But she, I went to go get beers for us, and I come back, and she took, I just get my wisdom teeth taken out, and I had, like, oxycontiner, like, something, some oxy-something. And I come back, and, like, she's snorting it. <laughs> what the fuck? So, not only, like, my horniness got me, me smuggling someone on base. But it also got you it with the... got... There were, she was snorting drugs in my room. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just two things I would never consciously Jesus do. Jesus Christ. But I did because of that. So, I, maybe, you know, that's pretty... Ba- I'm sure there could be worse things. It's, it's a very... Um, it's fuck being a guy, you know? You're fucked in the head sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You ever... Shit, my nose. You ever been mad after you fuck? <laughs> Not really. Usually I'm content. Content? Yeah. That's that's a good, that's a good way of putting it. You ever oversold yourself? As... Like when, like when you're talking that big game, like yeah, we gonna go five times. No, I, I'm like really. Are you a realist? I'm just kind of reserved with it. Uh, I I feel like I get too polite sometimes, and I feel like a girl wants, I guess, you to be like more aggressive. But I just want to make sure that they're like consenting, <laughs> and they're enjoying themselves. Well, that's respect. But in turn, maybe that doesn't help people enjoy themselves. Sometimes I, I go sicko mode, you know, like I'm I'm going savage. But I guess it depends on the feeling and whatever. I think I'm very honest. Like, (coughs) Like I'll say, you'll get, like, a good 17 minutes. Like, sometimes you got to gas yourself up. You ever had to... Oh, well, if if I'm comfortable with someone like that, then I'm just saying funny shit all the time, usually. Like, I'm trying to... Not even trying to be funny. Just... I know. I try... Just funny shit comes to mind. You... You... (laughs) What, dude? Fuck someone in a clown suit? Like, what's, what's next? Nah, but what's what's the sickest line you get off, yo? <laughs> during, during, this is getting really, like, the fucking horny hours under. Um, <coughs> I don't, like, I never really, 
I'm kind of quiet, and I think it's because when you grow up in a house with a bunch of people and you got to masturbate, <laughs> you got to be quiet because people can hear you. Like, right. if you moan while you masturbate, like, first of all, you, you're that's, a simp. That's kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't not, think I ever. You had. should not do that. So it kind of, especially by yourself, happens the same way. Like usually, if I'm do like I'm just like kind of like just making up my own noises. I'm sorry. Like they're not noises that I feel. Like I, sh- you know. Like, if you are boxing and you're tired or something, you're, like, running and shit. Or, like, if you're out of breath, you're, you're out of breath from running if you're, okay. if you're doing that activity. But, you know, when I'm having sex, I don't feel the need to make noise from, like, a physical standpoint. But I do from a mental standpoint because I know it's expected of me. I could be totally quiet. I could be dead silent. Oh, uh, you're, you're a serial killer. I'm not a serial <laughs> killer. Fuck? Like, I just don't have to. You know, but I could, I guess. I don't I guess, know. I guess it depends on the feeling. Like, sometimes it gets too routine, you know? Yeah, I feel like mine is just a, a series of affirmations. Like I'm definitely not piping myself up, like, on this podcast to to even, like, I mean, since I'm, like, single and shit now. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely not, like, putting out a good resume. Dude, <laughs> undersell and over-deliver, yo. For that's, sure. That's, that's a good point. Nah, I gas myself up heavy. Sometimes it's just for me, yo. Just, just try to what, Whatever, you know, makes it work. But I'm mad that you said that you could be in complete silence, though. I think I, I, I... Now, not the other person. I expect them to make noise. What if they didn't? If they didn't, then I'd be... Does this... Am I doing... What am I doing wrong? <laughs> am then I doing I, this then right? I, then I start, you know... Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Like... Ah, <laughs> uh, really? But what if they were like you? If if they vocalize that to me, like oh, and, I'm a serial killer, I'm not gonna make any. No, noise. not that I'm a serial killer, but if that's the way they are, then that's the way they are. Then you put something on in the background and can enjoy that. Do you, you know? need silence, or like, will you have the TV on? No, it depends on what's on. Like there've been multiple times I've done it, and like SpongeBob's on, yeah, Friends or something's on, and you, you hear, if you hear the Friends theme song and you're doing it, it's just, yeah, it's not for me. You wanna know it's the worst? What? Well, Kenny, like, when Inside the NBA comes <laughs> on, you just hear Chuck. Like, you hear Chuck, you hear Shaq the other night. Yeah, Ben Simmons kind of a bitch. Like, you don't say stuff like that, but you just hear them, like, whenever it's sports, you got to turn it, or, or zoom off where he, where he goes, Ben Simmons coasting in. Like, Well, the- that, it doesn't throw me off because I'm not paying attention. Like, that I can tune out. Way more. I, I can't tune anything out. But if there's something that's just so outlandish, um, you know, you hear the SpongeBob theme song, you can't have intercourse while that's playing. You do just you, can't. Do you have a sick song that you get off? Like the uh, no, I you never put music. Yeah, I, I never. That's like too many steps. Not really. Usually, do you not have a speaker. No, but usually it's like it's an impromptu situation. Uh, you don't. So y'all lucky plan you know yeah be lucky no not i mean in you know i have planned but just not to that level i guess did you ever do were you guys ever living together on the valentine's day yeah was let, let me get you let me get you valent because it's coming up let the ladies know what's what's your valentine's day move are you a cooker or are you a buy buy food I, 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 I definitely enjoy 
a more intimate. I'm ooping you, yo. Yeah, no, I definitely enjoy a more intimate setting, and I think I could pull off a good dinner, and I have in the past. What's your go-to? But you I cook? think it, I think it depends on the person. If if I was you gonna make ravioli? something, huh? You cook ravioli? Not from scratch. Okay. Like the bag with the Larry David looking dude on it. Okay. Um, but maybe some salmon. Oh, you caught it yourself? <laughs> nah, I ain't no fish. Dude, I can't even tie the knots on the fucking fishing line. You remember when we went fishing on 4th of July? With that, was, that was a great 4th of July, yeah. And Matt picked us up. You didn't tell me he didn't have a license. He picked us up with no shirt and white Jordan slides that were gray. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. All right, so some salmon. Salmon, I don't know, any type of side. It depends on, on who they are. If they're feeling a little childish, I'll make a mac and cheese. They want something more, you know, robust. I'll I'll whip up a good. Fuck, I don't know, man. You Just see, whatever. I'll, I'm sure I'd look something up or kind of not be tone deaf. All right, so so you 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 would prefer to cook the meal than what? Are you? I feel like you're one of the people who think the movie's a bad date. I love going to the movies. I don't think it's a bad date. You don't think it's a bad date? Okay. I the whole movie and or dinner <coughs> and a movie thing. I think it should be reversed. I think you should go. To the movie, to and the then movie dinner. first, and yeah. then dinner. Or then Absolutely. Maybe get coffee before the movie. Talk a little bit. Then when you go to dinner, you have something to talk about more in depth. Would you be mad like if so? Say you went on a date with somebody, you went to the movies, and then like I agree with you, where then afterwards you could talk about the movie. Like, what did you think? What if they hated the movie and you loved it? Well, if that's the case, then maybe you could get them to understand your perspective a little bit more. And you know, if you're like me, I appreciate. Movies on a different level than most people. Some people will see a movie and just be like, oh. But me, it, it kind of like sits in my head for a little while and I get a different experience. So maybe try and share some of that. And if okay. it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. You know, I can't force people to feel things. What do you think is the worst first date? That I've had? No, like what would be the worst idea to go for a first date? Maybe like, something. Like where do you rank a concert? Oh, well, I'm extremely awkward at concerts sometimes. Which I don't I'm get. Lit. Well, I, because if you sit in stadium seatings, it's a little bit awkward. I need to be extremely drunk to dance. You can't and, even get a, a two-step going? No, I could get a little two-step going. What about going. this? Hey. And I guess it depends on how comfortable you are with, with the person, <clears throat> you know? There's, this is, there's, this is there's love is blind, first date. Yeah, there's different girls. Like, I've been comfortable with and uncomfortable with doing certain things it just depends on on them and what they they bring out see you. i feel like i'm i'm just the opposite where like i would rather you see how i am 99 percent of the time than like act as well that's a it's a confidence thing probably for me then at, to a certain degree but but like do you fuck around and dance like just in your everyday life like will you hit a jig yeah sometimes you, yeah. i've never seen you hit a jig before besides your little like Hit thing. Yeah, or Antonio Brown. You know, something happens. I'm like, you know, I just hit something. Um, depends on the moment, the person, and you know how I'm feeling. Because I feel like some people that you are naturally yourself with everybody. Me, it's not like a snake thing. It's just a uncomfortable thing. Usually, when I'm in a new setting, I'm not funny. I'm like silent. Yeah. I'm listening. I can see that. But usually when I'm with my friends and shit, I'd say I'm probably one of the top, you know, 80% of funny of my friends, you know? Like, I'm up there. Like, I make people laugh more often. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's just about doing that. Okay. But, so I mean, my was my best man speech funny? <coughs> Dude, you got my father-in-law to laugh. Really? Yeah, we have a picture of it. No, no shot. Yeah. All right, cool. Where he's cracking up. And I'm not saying that he doesn't laugh, but like you really got like you got him to crack up. Um, good, good. Yeah, it was a good speech. Sorry. Interesting. All right, so keep keep Cause going. Because I've been thinking about maybe trying stand-up at some point. I started to write out this bit idea, and it kind of has to do with something I talked about earlier. I'm not going to bring it up again. Right. Because it's, it's off limits. But maybe because uh, they do open mics, I know, downtown. Yeah. Apparently. And you can just go. I mean, I wouldn't do anything. I just want to go and like take notes and see what people are doing and how they're doing it. Dude, I would love I would love myself. to try stand up. That's on my bucket list. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter if I suck, I suck. If I'm funny, I'm funny. I I think it's something that could you know, to right. just benefit from from doing at least once in your life. Do 100%. Um Sorry. And I feel like if you can make a room full of people laugh, then you should try it. Like it anybody should. Dude, it doesn't even need to be a, a room full a room full of people. It's just like if you can make one person that doesn't know you laugh. Because like a lot of times when I laugh at – and I'm not saying laugh at you, but laugh at something you say, it's because I know how you got there a lot of times. But if somebody just met you and you said to them like some shit like – obviously this is referencing a person, but if you said Parcells looks like a baby – yeah, like they'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You know what I mean? Well, yeah, well that's kind of like with inside jokes. Yeah, but like, um, I don't know, stand up comedy, and that's like you said earlier. I'm like really in the podcast, and I am, but like stand up comedy is such a, a fascinating like medium, I guess you could say. Yeah, and it's, it's also like such a teetering line because especially right now, like it's something that if you're gonna get in now, like. A lot of what I think that I would excel at being funny in in stand-up comedy, I'm not saying I would be funny in, would probably get me canceled. Yeah. Because I, I have a very dark and negative sense of humor. Whereas I think that you're more, like you can be not G-rated funny, but you can be funny not at someone's expense. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I don't know how true that is for myself because I definitely think... I could lean more on some some dark stuff, and I think that's <coughs> what it's all about in some ways for comedy. It's talking about those uncomfortable things, and that's what makes it funny. Like you bring up something. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Nah, forget that. I'm not gonna go into something that I was thinking about right. talking about. But just, I think you one need to be a hundred percent real. In yourself and not put on an act because I think people could definitely see through that. Mm-hmm. But if you're just kind of just, I feel like I've had enough funny shit happen in my life and I feel like I find myself explaining different stories to people and they usually just fucking laugh when I talk about it. And I could tell the difference between Real some people have that polite laughter, oh no, yeah, then what happened? Yeah. Uh, versus like patronizing. Pe- yeah, versus people like cracking up. Yeah. I feel like I lean more towards cracking up. Sometimes. Dude, and, like, all I'm saying when I, when I say, like, I, I have humor where it could probably get me canceled is that I think that the number one thing that's happened in my life that I could get, like, a nice bit out of is the fact that Melissa thought I was gay when I DM'd her. <laughs> but, like, if I say, yeah, my wife thought that I was gay, 
and then if I go through why she thought I was gay, that's going to offend homophobic people. Well, no. It, or it's going to so, offend gay people. But that's, it's funny. That That is funny. And I think even, like, some gay people would find it funny if they found it, if you found some way to make it relatable and kind of true to them, in a way. Right. Um, but you can't just start off by saying, yeah, my wife thought I was gay when we first met. Maybe you could, depending on the you, audience. You have to be very, very... Talented. That, to yeah, do that. that's the thing to about stand up. Like when you see those specials and stuff, those comedians have <clears throat> done that same act hundreds, hundreds of times and different variations. You gotta to where work they, it. they find out what strums that chord. And it's I feel like maybe it, it even is easier to be funny in front of more people because you have more of a range of people. It's kinda contagious hit. in a way. Yeah. So if someone with a prominent laugh starts laughing, that almost becomes funny, too. Right. The, this person's laugh is fucking funny. How do you think you and would deal with a heckler? A I, I think I'm pretty clever, so it depends on what they're heckling for. Right. But I've definitely watched those stand-up videos where people, you know, combat the heckler. Yeah. I feel like that would, that would probably be my, my biggest thing, because I could definitely get up there and do three to five minutes, which is all an open mic is. But... If somebody heckled, I feel like I would lose my space. But yeah. I definitely want to try it. Yeah, just about, like, I, I don't know. I could see someone just, oh, yeah, like, he's fucking drunk or, like, just saying something. I'd be like, oh, what's your name? <coughs> you know, so-and-so. Josh? Shut the fuck up. Like, that's funny. I don't know. See, but that's funny to us, but, like, if you're in a room of comedians, like, that's not going to be funny. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. It, I don't know. It depends on the audience. They, yeah. they might... Because the audience at that if point might as be annoyed, though, as annoyed right. as whoever's, you know, saying that. But hopefully right. it's something I don't or wouldn't have to deal with. I would like to be a a, a feature for, for a comedian. What do you mean? Like the the person who, like you tell jokes, but you're not a comedian. Like you're the person who brings up the comedians. Yeah. But like in between while they're getting like out of green room or whatever, like you see... Somebody's wearing like an Ed Hardy shirt, and you're like, "Where you stuck in 2006?" Like you just oh yeah, those, those dudes are great. But some of them are comedians too. They just kind of like host it. Yeah, in a way, I think that'd be good. I think another brand of humor I could do is just like lookalikes and shit. <coughs> yeah, dude, 100%. I've been doing that shit since high school. Yeah, and I've just gotten like more and more accurate as I've accrued. You should start a channel with that. More knowledge, just just not really roasting people, but I think accuracy is important too yeah, for comedy. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if you're saying something and it's a stretch. Or if you're saying something and it's kind of just basic, <coughs> like if a dude's in, in there and he's got a wife beater on, a chain, and, or say he has a bulletproof vest or something, oh, like, what do you, get rich or die trying? Right, right. Like, like you kinda, can't take the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So, are we going to do stand-up comedy at some point? I th- I say we should go to one of those kind of open mic or low key. Dude, I'm definitely places. Down. I want to take notes, like physical notes, and and just see what people do with timing and stuff, and how they get stuff to stick, and then just practice on other people. Like I feel like if I practice in front of like even you and like see, some I've... of my other friends, like it wouldn't be as funny because they would they know that I'm like trying to be funny with it, but with strangers, they might think it's funny. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that I would never want to practice with you, like get up here and try to do an act or do five minutes, but I would like read the shit to you. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Like, I think with friends, I would read, workshop, things like that, and then just test it out. Yeah. But I feel like, 
I don't know. I guess it depends. I would be honest 100% with stuff. Like, I think this could stick or you could do maybe this that could be better. Yeah. But I feel like some maybe some of my other friends wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, like, that's kind of funny. I'm not, I'm not even saying that. Like, I, I do think that you'd be honest and I would hope that I would too. But there's so many times where, like, I want to tell either you something or, like, Bri or, like, my dad even. And then... Once I start trying to tell the story, just because I'm like expecting a reaction from you, like I don't tell it right, or I, I'm like laughing through it, you know, something yeah. like that. But yeah, nah, dude, it's that. It's definitely something I want to do. I said that to, oh, to Alyssa. Yeah. Last year, that was my goal for this year, but yeah, maybe give it a shot. But getting your foot in the door is the first thing, and you going in there and going with the intent of being just an audience member, and you're almost like studying from a certain aspect things in person from because at that point if you even go to like an open mic they become your peers because the only difference between them and you is they've probably done it a little bit more but they're still at the same open mic you are and if you're like oh i think i could make these people laugh right you know give it a shot do you think you could battle rap if i was battle rapping another pasty white dude (laughs) i felt like you were gonna say yeah dude i could i could (laughs) i think i could write this is, for sure, because I bodied you and Joyce. That doesn't count. In the this, I, you got bodied. Okay, I'll, I, I'll I took, take that. I, I took facts from both of your lives, and I made them rhyme into a song. I just wish the audio sounded better, because I went hard on both of you. And once I did a song about both of you, then I did a song about you, and then I did a song about Joyce. I wrote three disses in like a week, and they are all fire to me. But. I just imagine you being like Stan in the room, like, you're DT one hundred. <laughs> Are you hyped for the Super Bowl halftime show? I mean, I saw it's uh It's lit. It's like Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Eminem Snoop, Mary, and Kendrick. It's too many people for a fifteen minute halftime show. I, and I honestly never watch it. That's usually when I have a catch outside during the Super Bowl is a halftime show. I was I was so like that's probably one of the things I was most pissed about. Until I went back on YouTube and saw it, and it was not a good halftime show. But I was really crunk for Justin Timberlake during ours. You know, we went downstairs and played darts with Big Bri. We almost won to you and me. I wasn't there for that. Me and Bri. Yeah, that I was at my uncle's. Yeah. My uncle Dave's watching the first half. Does, I asked Matt to drive us because there was a long halftime. Because I wanted to be there at Cobbin and Frankfurt if we won. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Does that entertain you at all? Like. Or is that um, intriguing to you at all? Like, if we were to win something, not just the Eagles, but somebody else, like Frankfurt and Cotman, we talked about the parade earlier. Like, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, Frankfurt and Cotman, not as much just because all those bars are closed down and the area sucks now. Yep. But what well, area sucked then, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe just somewhere, just to be at a bar full of people, I think would be fun. Do you think that's because of COVID or just in general? No, just in general, because usually it, it, it brings out more of that, that sense of community, and that's what. Feels See, good, but if we people. had like a house party too, and there were a bunch of people there, I would I, much, I ra- like I would it, much rather it. do that. Like have have a party for like a, and that, that's that's the shitty part about like a fucking. So if the Phillies went to World Series or the Sixers went or the Flyers, like game four they might sweep, and then what you have to do at, you know how many times like mm-hmm. you know what I mean I guess a game seven would be the only real time when it would be worth doing it. Yeah, but there's also that cool part where people are more forgiving about it at work and stuff 
What do you if mean? you do, if you were to call out, say the Flyers are in, in Game Five of the Stanley Cup and they clinch that night, I feel like they wouldn't be depending on your job, of course. They wouldn't be expecting as many people to come in, and it'd be acceptable to go out on a Tuesday night and just like just go crazy because it's something that never happens. Oh no, I I agree with that. I'm saying more so, like if I would much rather be at somebody's hat, like if our plan for a Super Bowl was to go to like Hammerheads or something or no, something to watch it, I would never do that's, that. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're at someone's house watching the game, and it's intimate whatever and it's all people you know right but then afterwards you're, you're going out getting crazy and celebrating with other people after the game see you want to do that you didn't have fun at when we went to all the bars and stuff i didn't go you didn't go no i went to frankfurt cotman i went in christie's no not crispy's <laughs> parish parish and got uh they didn't have any beer they didn't have any like Miller or anything so i got this guinness and then a cop grabbed me and said that I couldn't take it out. So then I just left it there. And then me and Melissa stayed for like an hour and then we left. I didn't go in anywhere. Yeah, well, you... You guys, you we guys in went like into hammerheads. hammerheads and I was going to go, but then it was like fucking packed in there. I don't like being around people like that. Yeah. I mean, again, I was single at the time. It's different. If I was with a girlfriend, I probably would feel similar. There's no reason to, to be in that setting unless you're looking for... No, it's not it's not even Something. that. It's just like w- with the Super Bowl like I had always wanted to just be a, not not always wanted. That sounds like it was all I aspired to be, but like <sighs> Frank Frank Cotman was way more fun to me. And like we had beers in our bag. Like I would rather stay outside and just mm-hmm. like be there celebrating than be in a bar. You know what I mean? Like bars were are never really like when I turned 21, it was cool to go, but, like, I always wanted to get into clubs. Like, I would much rather be in a club than a bar. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I honestly have not been clubbing, really. I've been to maybe three clubs in my life. Dude, we should go. And I usually do pretty well at the clubs, but, yeah. And I, that, that's more my speed because they play better music and the drinks are more expensive, so I don't get fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's, like, $20 for a beer. So you like don't want to be drunk when you're out? Not really, because I don't ever want somebody to have, like, the upper hand on me. Yeah, I, I could see that. I just, I feel like it depends on the group I'm with, the setting I'm in. I don't ever want to be drunk. Like, I, I want to be tipsy. Like, yeah. I, would ra- I would rather arrive there drunk and then, like, just sip on a couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to go there and buy $200 worth of beer to get drunk. Yeah, no, that's definitely more that speed. <coughs> Those bottle prices are insane. I remember, I mean, we went to uh, Vesper. Vesper. Is that even a club? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the bottle of like, vodka was... 150 four, 150 that was it? Yeah, for, for stateside, but 150 for a $17 bottle. Like. Yeah, it's just... And to have somebody bring it over to you like this and like... I don't I don't like hard liquor like that. If we're, to even pay that much for it. If we're doing something like that, I would much rather go to a strip club and pay for a bottle. See, I'm not a big strip club guy. I'm a big strip club guy first time. I, I always say this. If it's someone's first time, I'll go. Just so I can get a slice of that experience and seeing them interact with it. But for me, I just... Maybe if I'm super drunk, if I'm celebrating... Like, I won 500 bucks at a Flyers game. Okay from the bet and I was like let's go to the fucking strip club after 
Like, I, I would want to go to, like, a famous strip club. Not a famous strip club, but one that's not, like, Clever Scare or Tattletales. Like, mm-hmm. Those are only two I've been to, but I would love to go, like, Starlet's in New York. I didn't know that was, like, a renowned thing. I'd say I don't know that many. I mean, you brought Magic City, I think, the last podcast. Uh, Ma- Magic City is, like, the – it's, like, yeah. MSG of strip clubs. <laughs> like, no lie, everybody's been through there. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I would like to do something like that. I would like to go to a hookah lounge. Like, I would like to do that. Yeah, you just reminded me, I thought, I'm back to the comedy thing. Like, I went to the comedy cellar in Vegas. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. No one big was there, but all the pictures of people that have performed there, <coughs> all the, the most famous comedians, like Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, dude. Like, that's that's what I would love to do is, like, go to L.A. and just go to a comedy store on, like, a random Wednesday. Like, yeah. you get killers for, like, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, that's that's where, like, the girl that I work with, um, she wants to be in entertainment, so she's either going to move to, and she's, like, doesn't have a boyfriend, so she's not really tied down, so she can move to wherever she wants. She wants to move to New York, Atlanta, or L.A. to get in entertainment, mm-hmm. and it's, like, to be able to just do that, and you're, you're there, like, half the battle's done. Like, it's going to be very difficult for you to not find an inn somewhere living there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I, dude, I've considered him on multiple occasions just trying to go and get a set or a job on like for a film studio somewhere or just on the set. Right. Like if you're if you're an actor, and and you go and if you had somebody to live with, like say you live you were from L.A., like you could be an actor for your entire life just through SAG. Like mm-hmm. you could you could just do that. Like you're not gonna get paid like Leonardo DiCaprio, but you could always make money being an actor. Like you could do a project a month, something like that. Yeah, but like, it, it depends, though. On it, it depends on what you want. You know, but I think the thing about being an actor and just from hearing other actors like talk in interviews about it, it's all about your image. So if you start off doing commercials, you could get stuck. Yeah, doing commercials, or you get typecasted. Cause, yeah, because your entire reel is just you doing these weird things with no kind of range or whatever. Right. And it's it's all about just having a likability too. Because there could be some people that are, you know, super good looking and they have everything. They are they got, you know, great abs, but then there's just something that's not there. There's just like a charm yep. that's missing from them. And that's <coughs> just the difference. 100%. You know, you think Philip Seymour Hoffman was, you know, the most handsome man in the world? No. Kind of. He had, yeah, he just had something. That, yeah. Who's the best actor, you've, actor that you've ever watched yeah. perform? Um, like not your favorite, but the best. I mean, some of the classics are like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, and some of their older performances, like when they were younger. Um, How do you feel about Daniel? I've definitely like, some some Matthew McConaughey's pretty outstanding. You know, obviously Leo. In the Revenant. I'm not gonna say the Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't really see the Revenant. No, did I? I still haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street uh, either. Jake Gyllenhaal and Night. I always bring up Nightcrawler. That was a really good performance too. Something where, you know, you see all these people and they're like, "Oh, this is just a typical <coughs> Matthew McConaughey character." When they can step outside of that and become something else, like Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. Have you seen that? No. That's a movie where he basically gets HIV. That's where Jared Leto is like a, he's, a yeah, he's trans- transgender. Um. Is that correct? Transgender? Um, trans? Trans, transgender. I, don't, I shouldn't have said tranny, but 
<laughs> but like, I don't know. I didn't mean it in like. Can I a, get my water? Yeah, I, I didn't mean it in a derogatory way. It's just hard to break cultural habits, I suppose. Um, basically, he has HIV and he's just kind of this cowboy type dude. And he's just. Oh my God. You know, he's addicted to different shit and basically Make had sex with this girl got HIV and he's trying to survive as long as possible and get this medication and then he meets Jared Leto and obviously he's kind of this redneck cowboy he doesn't like trans transgenders people Trans- <laughs> transgender people but it's you know they become friends and stuff and bruh through this weird fucked up situation you wanna know what's one of the craziest lines I ever heard was in a little dicky freestyle where he said I'm switching it up like I'm trans yeah, and he said. I'm eating I, I the saw pu- that, that. I'm that eating too. a pussy like cervical cancer. Yeah, yo, <laughs> dude, dude, that's a great freestyle. Um, yeah. Fuck, I'm trying to remember how it starts because he he went hard, dude. He that. went in. You he, got so mad before when I said Lil Dicky's better than Meek. That wasn't you. That was Dan. I definitely was in that conversation. You were. That was, that was when he pulled. Yeah, up. Yeah, he pulled up, and I was like, Nah, I'm not fighting. But I definitely said that. You did too, because I don't like. That that's one of the things where like I don't know why I was so upset about that. Mm-hmm. Like I was definitely just I was very opinionated and cared if people didn't agree with me. I think that was my biggest thing and why I didn't fuck with people, why people didn't fuck with me at times. Yeah. Because it was my way or the highway. Whereas now it's still, in my opinion, my way or the highway or my way or and I just won't do it. Yeah. Like I have the means to not do something now. And not like if I don't do something like before it was this weird thing where like if I didn't do something I thought that people weren't gonna like me but now I know that like yeah they might be mad that I'm not going but like they're not gonna stop being my friend because I didn't go like it's very few people that I feel that way about mm-hmm. um but yeah I was just getting irked because I don't think he's as talented of a rapper as Meek Mill but I listen to rap for a different feeling yeah like. I, I really don't, like, I don't listen to that lyrical shit. Like, I'm not listening to Logic or anything like that. And, like, Meek has good lyrics, but I mostly listen to shit to, like, turn up or, like, blast in the car. Nobody's blasting Lil Dicky besides Save That Money. Yeah, I get I get different moods. And with, I'll, I'll blast Molly with different sometimes. Shit. Yeah, because, I, I don't know, I appreciate the way, I guess, music makes me feel. So sometimes there's songs that, you know, feel like a turn up. I, I go for just different, like, What's your turn up song? I don't really have a turn-up song. You don't have a turn-up song? No. I, I'm, I'm not really, you know, whatever people play. I play <coughs> usually, I don't know, lately, I mean, you know, I've been feeling down, I guess. So I'm more in that kind of like somber type of almost. Do you have a like, song that you listen to on a daily? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at my playlist now to see what's what's been in mind lately. Um, yeah, here. Here, just just tell me a song. I'll play it. Oh, September? No, I'm I'm joking. That's not it. I've been listening to um. Damn, I got Max hair all over my phone because I dropped my phone. Uh, where's that? Where's that? Uh, I'm playing a lot of 1979, Smashing Pumpkins. 1979. I've been listening to. A lot of Mike Stud. I'm trying to find the one song that I like. Didn't he rebrand himself? Yeah, he's just Mike now. The but, situation. But like this, he looks just like him. But this is like that type of shit that we would have played at like a Brighton party. 
got everything but let me act to you. I don't fuck around and Yeah, like this, this is my shit. This is what you turn up to? Yeah, like, uh, okay. hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like if I can't go A to a song, like I'm not, I'm not really fucking with it. Yeah, my playlist when I listen, I can't go. I'm not constantly rising. I'm not Barney Stinson, you know, like his awesome mix <laughs> or whatever. He's just constantly rising. Me, I have to, you know, I gotta go down to get myself back up. Like I gotta feel something negative to, you know, feel something positive. It's just like a, a balance kind of for right. me. But then I got my bad bitch playlist. Too. I got my Ari Lennox, yeah. Yeah, you're you're driving this. You're like doing your mom's oh, fucking car dance and shit. You, you gotta you gotta sing it like a bad bitch though. Yeah, he fucked his pussy. <laughs> Pressure? Yeah, that's not shit. <laughs> I I fucking love that, yo. But I, I have to get like when when we play softball, like I try to put my not such shit on the on the play. Yeah, whenever you you gotta play to your audience, hundred yeah. percent. That's not bad. Yeah, I like that, and then like this. This is this is probably my favorite song right now. This was the song in the summer for sure. You ever heard this song? Well, the beat is back that ass up or whatever. Basically, it's sampled, but Capella Gray. I'm noticing a lot of old prominent songs getting sampled more and more and like different lyrics I, th I heard a song the other day oh man what was it they were just like quoting 50 cent basically for like the chorus for like half of or half of the like hook or whatever i forget what song but it doesn't really help DJ Diamond Cuts. What's that? Um, um. The laugh to do laugh to quote. The what? The Chloe laugh. <laughs> that sounds like one of those meme videos out there of a baby laughing. Yo, like the Charlie bit my finger shit. Ah shit, dude! You, it, my playlist always has to be on the up though. You're Char you're Barney Stinson. Yeah, like I do, I do have I do have Shut some sad up. shit, but it's it's very like it's it's very few and far between. Like I'm trying to find the first the first sad song that I have just going from the bottom. Like Roddy Rich is pretty like his album is called Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. That's pretty dark, but um, I have a lot of like. Robbing people shit like back in blood. Like you got you like scam rap? What is scam rap? Have you ever watched that show? Uh, it's on HBO. Something about scammers or like American hustlers or something. American greed? American greed. It's like American hustlers. Something kind of like that, but it's a series or Generation Hustle, I think. Boardwalk Empire? No, Generation Hustle. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it's called. And there's this episode about scam rappers and basically. You this told dude, me about this. Yeah, he's telling people how to... He's not not rapping to a beat or anything, but he's literally just telling people how to steal shit. Like digital nah, card numbers, all this different stuff. And he's just making millions of dollars. Never heard it. But yeah, it's, it's basically just a... Like I have... <coughs> I have some like sad shit, like division between What's us. What's the saddest song? What's this. the song that gets you in your feels? This. But even this isn't that sad to me. Nothing there to stop 
Oh, what's the status? But this is just my everyday music playlist. What's the saddest the saddest song I have on here? Oh, Bitter by Summer Walker, probably. This almost sounds like the bad bitch shit. Yo, this is. I think if I, if I have a bad bitch type of song, I guess. I mean, I play like Mariah Carey, fucking Shake It Off. Oh, sh classic. Bruh, and I, I can't even catch. She got the better Shake It Off than Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like that, that Mariah 100%. Carey one slaps. 100% better. Have you, has your love for Taylor Swift decreased? Never. Never? You, you, you're as big of a fan as you were in high school. For her music, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like. Yeah, we got to bring that up with the next. Like, if uh, I. Sorry, we got to bring that up with the next guest that we have. What, she thought I was gay? No, no, no. If she, I don't know if she would remember that or not. Thinking that that you like Taylor Swift. That you were obsessed. I don't know if you were obsessed. No, I was, I was just year. open about stuff like that freshman year. Yeah. But, um, like, if you would have told me in high school, like, Taylor Swift or someone else, like, I'd be like, Taylor Swift. Like, if you gave yeah. me Taylor Swift or Melissa, like, no, I'm not going to. Taylor Swift Taylor. caused us the beef. No. Lindsay Kane calls us to be, <laughs> and no, no disrespect to her. Hopefully, she's a guest on the podcast. But that was like a weird, like, uh, that that was a very weird, a very weird time, because I was super bitter at that point because I felt like I was being edged out because you were like becoming friends with Nick and like that was like the first time that y'all hung out and I wasn't there and I was like. Nah, like I'm the ones, I'm the one that made y'all friends. Cause I remember the first time I brought them to your party, like Michael must fault Bri, cause Bri threw up out front. Yeah. So I was like, nah, fuck that. So then I was bitter about that, cause y'all hung out. Like you left my graduation party that year. I was just real. I was real in my feelings. And then I knew that wasn't your fucking Taylor Swift I knew it was hers. Yeah. So I was like, she probably told him to do that shit. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Um, about the graduation party thing, I was definitely trying to get. You were. Get some. But you still, know, I was still cheese. fucking irked. I was irked at all them niggas, like, but mostly you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, cause you, cause you're my homie. Like them, they were, they were friends. Like I think that I'm, cause I'm tired of classifying. I used to always say like I have friends and I have acquaintances. I have homies, I have friends and I have acquaintances. Yeah, different like, tiers now. Like you're a homie. Bry's a homie. Britt's a homie. That's probably it. Then I have Dan's a homie. Mm. Then I have friends. Joyce, Shane, Nick, Coco. Then I have Pat. I'll still call Pat a friend. Then I have acquaintances. Where it's mm. like, I don't know if I'll ever see those people again. Hopefully I do, but like, hopefully they do well. But like, yeah, like you were a homie, so that's why I was irked. And at that point, I thought that they were all homies. That eight eleven Dickier shit was the strangest fucking shit ever. That that and me trying to make BNR a thing, even though I did make it a thing a little bit, a little bit. Well, I think how all that started was in Florida. You weren't in the hotel room that night or whatever. Remember we <coughs> snuck, we snuck out the last night. 
and we were just hanging out like in the the girls hotel yeah. room and shit and like that's we were all just hanging out i was probably, there every how, other night though yeah but really like it didn't something like kind of changed when we we all hung out like that because it was just like kind of i guess rebellious in a way maybe i don't know it was just yeah i was, was just mad that nobody woke me up like i was sleeping well yeah but i mean you back then like i thought about waking you up and i was like he's probably gonna get pissed like nah fucking don't wake me up dude yeah, like you, you, you just didn't know what the result was gonna be. But that trip was fucking wild. I don't think we've ever really talked about that. <coughs> One person, I'm not gonna say their name because I don't, I don't want to name call. But dude was jerking off in our room. Was it wild? That was the Boston, yeah, the Boston bombing. Like happened during right, that trip. What do you mean by wild? One of the teachers asked if if I was like gay or something, or you like called me a, like a fag or something like that. I think I think it I was, was like, why. I think it was sufficiently fun. Like, I, I don't think it was wild. Oh, I had a fucking great time. Oh, I had a great time, too. But, like, wild, I think, like... Wild, I would have thought that, like, somebody on the trip got, like, expelled or something. Like, something yeah. wild happened. Like, Dude, like he the, really the, almost the cra- got expelled. The craziest thing was that he wore that pot shirt, which he knew what <laughs> the, the fuck he was the doing. He knew. <laughs> I never forget seeing him just run wearing a Bob Marley shirt. He knew what the fuck he was doing, <laughs> too. Oh, boy. No. And I'm, I'm irked because they made us stay at SeaWorld for eight hours. Yeah. That was the biggest fucking waste of a day. We should have went to Disney. Yeah, instead of SeaWorld, I, I definitely agree. Cause I, well, no, because we, could, we couldn't have done all of Disney in eight hours. Yeah. So I get what they were doing. Like I think maybe I associated different. I'm I'm gonna name drop or anything, but like I kind of had like a different like love kind of subplot going on at the time. You said love, not love, but like you know, if you were saying it on TV, like if you're watching it on TV, you'd say, "Oh, that's like a love subplot." You had an interest. Yeah, like an interest like that. I had an interest happening. too, but it wasn't happening. <laughs> and I drowned. You drowned, and then somehow me and Britt beat. Weeze and, and Kimbo. Dude, I was fucking money line me and Britt to win that, that chicken match uh, was like plus eleven hundred. And I and I was in my I was in my feelings because that was like right when me and Britt started being friends again after everything. Yeah, yeah. Remember we remember we thought I was gonna have to fight at um prom? Because that was gonna be the first time that I saw Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, man. God damn, that's wild. That's so much shit. Now she's engaged now to we're Rye. Coming, shout out Rye. Yeah, yo. shout out to Rye. He's fucking isn't about that, to be our starting third baseman on... Isn't that fucking wild, yo? Like, I was sitting upstairs yet earlier holding Chloe. Like, we came a long fucking way. Yeah. Like, you sitting there playing with blocks and shit. Yeah. And, like, like damn, bro. Things change, but sometimes they don't, too. And it's a good, it's Dead a good thing. It's just life. And I'm definitely glad what? that I got the friends that I have now. I definitely miss people. But you know, like I gotta start accepting if they don't miss me. Then. Like, do you do you hope at our at our um, reunion that you re rekindle friendship with anybody not females? Like, I'm I'm saying, um, like, are there any are there any people you were friends with that you would like to be friends with again? Maybe a few, but not to kind of like the level that that we're friends or my other friends. I think it'd just be nice to have like different people or different like options to go out with and like just kind of have fun. I think. I think that's probably when you and I got closer again is when I felt like you you started to value friendships differently. Yeah. 
Cause that that used to piss me off. I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name any any names, not people we're still friends with, but people in the past where I felt like I was on an equal playing field. But then it's like, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I never I never did that because I never had a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also feel like I was just anti. I always thought people were trying to get over on me. Like I I'm always skeptical of everybody. Yeah, you are. Which kind of makes me like. It kind of keeps me guarded. I feel like I'm going to cry. I'm not actually going to cry yeah, because yeah. my nose is, like, stuffed up. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I'm going to cry. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty deep conversation. Nah, dude, that's what we do on the pod. We got to get deep sometimes. But, yeah, I'm definitely more of a, I don't want to say guarded, but, like, I'm, I'm never trying to let somebody get over on me. And now I have to be even more guarded, too. Yeah, you got a, a ton to protect and reserve. But I think you need to trust your judgment more <clears throat> and just know that there are some things that you can't control and just you got to accept certain shit like and, what and just not because I, I agree yeah like, just what like do you think being I out control? and you know if you see someone that you think is like acting up or like you get worried about just kind of like talking to strangers in some situations i'm assuming right um I, and, and you know I've always been like this, like, I, I think that that's part of the reason why people thought I was gay was because I always just ran with females. I think that while people thought that it was, people thought that I was gay, nobody actually realized that before my dad came in, like, I was raised by two women. Yeah. So, like, I was mostly around women. My mom taught at dance school, so I was mostly around girls and shit like that. Um, but, like, I just don't want to talk to dudes. Like, I, I'm 27 now. I don't need another guy friend for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I don't want any other guy friends. And I don't, like, if I have other girlfriends, like, I don't I don't necessarily need that either. Like, I would rather be friends with, like, I'm not trying to make new guy friends. Like, if you make a new guy friend, like, he could be my homie. But I'm not going to go to a bar and be like, yo, dude, you want to try to watch the Eagles game? Like, you yeah, know what I mean? I see that. But you know what? It's honestly, like, the people in the area, too. There's almost this weird mindset that people have, and they're, they're very kind of guarded like that if you join if you were in the military and you met some of the people that i met you feel that same way you get different backgrounds and people are more open and honest and stuff and i think you definitely make more guy friends if you live someplace else and you were just around people that aren't so it feels kind of like tribal around here sometimes well, I think, almost like Neanderthalish with like some of the dudes here. It's just it's fucking nuts, honestly. I think that's a hundred percent right. That is more like Neanderthalish, but I also think that being in the military and meeting the people that you met, like you guys, all at least have one thing in common. Like yeah. that you you thought that this was a good idea or a way out of whatever you were doing before. Whereas like I could go into Maggie's and there could be seventy five dudes there. And I cannot have a single thing in common with all of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, I don't care. Like, I don't have to have something in common with... Like, I don't think that... I mean, you have a, a lot in common, actually. Yeah. Like, interest. But, like... It's very difficult to find somebody who has the same interest as me, I feel. Besides sports. Like, that's the easy thing for guys to connect on. But, like, I don't think that people like the same music that I like. I don't think that people, like... Definitely nobody I know likes fashion like I do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like... I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, I think that that, sing, that singular link, like, that's why high school was a little bit easier for me to talk to people. Um, and the same thing in college, but then college kind of got to the more competitive side because they ingrained into you that 
everybody's going like if you're at Temple for Marketing and these people are, you're all going for the same goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of gets competitive, and that's where the wall comes up because like I'm trying to get there, and so are you, but you're not going to get there over me. And it's kind of like those two girls who were here um, on my birthday. I worked with them for four years, and then we just became friends last year. And it was because like I finally got into like a role where nobody could really take it. Like I was pretty set. And I was like, all right, now I could actually be fucking cool with you. It's fucked up that business, like a lot of businesses, especially I guess with marketing, kind of function in that way. Yeah. Where it's cutthroat. That doesn't sound like a comforting, settling environment where Dude. I don't think I could succeed. Like if I had to be like, I'm taking this person's food or, you know, I'm not eating. And that that's how I got, that's how that, I got that the job sucks. that I was in before this. It, it was a temp to hire position. And basically my temp agent said, as long as you put out work, like if you put out work units and you're good, they're going to keep you. So I didn't like kill myself, but I was always like, if I saw somebody get up and get another one, like I knew I had to move through and get more. So out of 10 of us, I was one of four that stayed. And then like, yeah, I stayed there a little bit longer than other people, but then I got promotion and shit like that. And even in my new job, like, I'm trying to put my, like, hand in everything to make myself indispensable because I don't ever want to feel how I did as a temp where, like, you could easily be cut, like, at the low end of the totem pole. Yeah. And, like, now I've done that where I'm I'm not indispensable. Like, they could figure out somebody to do what I'm doing, but, like, I add value, so then you kind of have, like, a leg up on people. Like, it's really fucking stressful yeah, like if having you're, to worry about something like that. If you're good at, like... <coughs> you know, multiple things versus just a specialist in one right. area. I, I could definitely see how, you know, they'd be like, ah, oh, well, he does, you know, a lot of things well versus someone that only does some things well. And I would rather, like, I was telling Melissa, like, I would rather, if we have a team of four and one person, or a team of five, and one person leaves, before you fill that last, that, that other spot, let me see if I could take on that on top of what I'm doing. Because, like, I think that if you take on more, like, and people see that, and it's never going to work this way, but if we're making, if everybody on the team is making 50000 say, and then somebody leaves and I take on their work, you're not going to give me your 50000 but I should at least get a cut of that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to work like that, and I'm always, like, I'm always down to bank on myself within means. Like, realistically, realistically, I feel, and this might be a pipe dream, I feel that if I had no bills know nothing, like, and I could just not work, I could have this podcast blow up in a year. Possibly, to the to yeah. the point where, like, I can make money off of it enough to then not have to work. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying I have to work where I don't ever have to work again, but to be able to be cool. Still living at home with my parents. That's not what I want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I'm working. We do this every two weeks. But, like, it's all about how much you want to bank on yourself. Like, if I had the ability to take 12 hours off and go out and market this. Like, I'll be somewhere every day, like, just handing out cards and shit. Like, saying, like, hey, you want to sponsor this podcast? All that thing. Maybe you need to consider doing that on some of the weekends that you get. If if that's how you, you're you truly feeling about something, because this seems like something you're more <coughs> passionate about than, say, what you're you're doing at work right now. Just just by you <coughs> saying that, that you do that. Um, and it comes down to just allocating your, your time wisely. I mean, you got... A lot of shit going on. Exactly. Which, you know, isn't ideal, but it doesn't mean that it's not doable either. Right. So, 
And it's just, just about getting better. And I, I'm, I, I want to help with shit too. Obviously, I mean, do you've already helped more in the couple weeks to, or the couple months that we've been doing it together, like consistently, than I could have imagined. But yeah, dude, I'm definitely trying. And like you and I, we have things coming up, and like, there's so many organic ways that we haven't even tapped into yet, where it's like literally just doing what we're doing right now, and then just having other people on. So we're we're already putting putting stuff towards that, or like working it into what we do so we we have some stuff coming up but we can't we can't tell people now yeah, no spoilers moving silence but but yeah man like if i if i had to say that i'm passionate about something and like that that's the thing and my mom and my mom got more upset about it than my dad but like they i only went to college because they want me to go to college like nobody my dad didn't graduate college my mom didn't graduate college either um so they wanted me to go i graduated whatever but i was never proud of it like it was, I feel as though if you have, if you're set up how I was, where I am lucky enough where I left and never paid my student loan, so I don't have student loan debt, I didn't have to work through it, um, the least you could do is graduate. Mm-hmm. The least you could do. Like, I could have graduated with a degree in fucking blowing bubbles, yeah. and I would have graduated. But I was never proud of that. So now, like, having a kid, like, that's the first thing that I've done for myself that I'm proud of, and like... Doing the pod, uh, excuse me, is like the first thing that I'm like actually passionate about and want to work towards. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a career, like what I'm doing for work is a career and it pays the bills. But like, am I passionate about it? Not really. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna say not really because I'm finally using my degree, which is cool. But like, what I would need to be doing in my career to be passionate is like working in fashion or doing something like this um, in media. And like, maybe I'll get there someday. Like, I definitely think. I, I definitely think that in the three months that I've been where I am now, I have more transferable skills to where I want to be than I did in four years in my last place. So, like, now that I finally have a passion, I'm definitely trying to run with it um, and just trying You're to growing grow it for sure. Too. What? You're growing, just like you said. So yeah. that's that's an important part of it. And at least, I mean, me... Like, in a lot of ways, like, I'm definitely passionate about film and shit. For sure. I'm not really making as many strides as I should <coughs> to, to get into that. Um, I guess maybe I'm more scared of, like, denial, I guess. But you are doing something about it actively. I mean, you're doing two fucking, two podcasts. You know, not one, but, like, that. that's a lot. And you're, you're coming up with different ways. You're learning all this different software and stuff that you know a lot of people aren't so right you're getting you're gonna keep growing towards your goals it's just a matter of time and but i think that this like your ambition for film is something that i admire a lot more because this has no barrier to entry like podcasting like yours unfortunately like i I see where you're coming from it has so like to make it like there's so i think that you see a lot less people who make like an independent film and then blow up. So I, I get where you're coming from. Like this, I could put it out there and nobody could listen to it and I would never know. Like I don't check numbers. I don't check anything like that because it could get discouraging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely I definitely get where you're coming from. But like having an aspiration for film is something that I admire as well because like that's something that I wouldn't do or like that I would think is too big of a dream mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I just got to get started and like – what I honestly want to just make kind of a short, like hour long, thing. I I gotta figure out what it is or what I write about in it. But trying to do that as a filmmaker 
feel like at least in Hollywood, they have all these different people for right stuff. There's there's sound. There's you can effects, allocate stuff. You know, there's directors. There's there's key grips. There's all this other shit and roles and that that people have. But me, I got to do it all. Yeah, your one man like show on my own, or I got to find other people. But I've never done it before, so who am I to say, oh, I'll give you some money to <clears throat> right. to do this? Right. I don't know how that shit works, but I definitely have a dream of trying to submit something into one of the festivals and have it get in. It's just, it's got to be... Local or like a Sundance? Either, you know, start local. I feel like that's how you start with everything. You got to start small, start local. and. Would you direct porn? No. Really? I mean, I would direct the first scenes where they're wearing clothes. Like, you know. Would you film? Like the Johnny Sins, not them fucking, no. Really? No, I wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't be up I, in the I shirt? Heard, uh, when I was in Honor Guard, the the staff sergeant that was in charge of the whole Honor Guard uh, said he knew someone who did that really? professionally, and he said some of the smells are just horrific that come from their bodies. I don't, I don't get how, but I mean, I just imagine sweat and just a period of so much insertion. Yeah. A lot of that... that that shit smells, but lube smells too. Some, yeah, I've never really used that. I don't know what that is. Really? No, I know what it is, but I don't. I used to get it from the free condom thing. <laughs> Another thing I don't really use. Yeah, so. I, I stopped using those a while ago. But nah, dude, you're, you're gonna get there, and I, I definitely get where you're coming from. Like, not one to say to somebody like, "Hey, you do this," or pay somebody to do this. Like, it's the yeah. same thing I was thinking. Like. We could probably really benefit from an engineer doing stuff like this or even ha- just not paying someone, but even like roping Dan in to like pull stuff up on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think what I need, like, I would definitely benefit from a group of people that kind of like feel that same way. And they're like, no, let's start doing this. Let's do this yeah. right now. And I'd be like, fucking A, let's, let's go. But, you know, I've got to do it from within. And, and yo, know, that, that's, that's what you are for me. And, like, sometimes I got to reel it back because, like, I said, like, yo, let's get, like, we should we should get new mics. And then you're like, yo, let's get three. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm literally the meme where it's like, this month I'm going to start saving more money. And then it's like, this month comes. Next month. Next month. Yeah. That's, that's me every time. Like, I have a little budget sheet that I'm trying to do because I'm trying to pay for shit. But, um. Well, dude, it's now or never. I mean, on the first podcast I ever did. I said these next five years, and I did that, I guess, in 2020. We're in 2022 now, so we got three more years. Yep. These next five years are fucking feast or famine. It is, and these are the times where you got you to gotta, you gotta make some type of move. It's, it, it's now or never for us. So just wasted two. Not really, I didn't waste two, but getting, uh, just getting my footing again. So He's spitting, yo. He's spitting. I'm hitting gunshots over here. <laughs> now that's facts. But um, that was deep, yo. That was real deep. Should we get into sports? Yeah. What are sports? Um. <laughs> All right. Um, NFL last week. Thoughts. 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 I've been fucking dead wrong about everything, and I'm yeah, starting you... to question what I know about football. But there is one thing I do know, and it's that. I think fucking Jalen Hurts sucks. <laughs> I'm oh, just going to be honest. That's Dude, facts. you watch that AFC uh, divisional round game with the Bills and Chiefs. Oh, my God. Eagles with Hurts 
never would have a chance to to compete. And that that's kind of what I miss most about Eagles football. Um, can't be winning teams. Even when they play losing teams and they win by a lot, it never looks easy. It yeah. always looks like they win in spite of Hurts. The defense always scores touchdowns. But, yeah, anyway, enough about Hurts and me being a Hurts hater. Uh, excited for these games coming up. What, what did you think about this last week? I Do you believe it was the best week of playoff football? I mean, people are just capping, but that's what the media does. You know, they kind of overhype shit. But it was very great. It, it was it was very it was very good for sure. Not great for uh, well, there were some defensive games which are cool too. I think it was just good that the level of competitions sort of evening out in a way, and I feel like any team could beat any team in the playoffs now. I even feel like a lot of the upsets, upsets, you could see coming. Mm-hmm. Like I pick, I, I'm pretty sure I picked um, San Fran. No, I picked I picked Green Bay to win in our bracket. I don't remember. I don't remember. But like, I wasn't surprised that San Fran won. I also think we need to start thinking about Aaron Rodgers a lot differently than we do. Uh, I don't. You know what I think it is? They're so fucking good during the regular season <laughs> that by the time they get to the playoffs and how fucking cold it gets in Lambeau, it's probably not a good thing for them like maybe they would benefit from being a six seed and just playing all road playoff games you think like that could be a factor i mean the the weather was kind of shit when they played oh yeah and it would definitely explain why they always lose and i feel like they're always home what, what seed were they point. when when they won the super bowl hold on let me see they might have been a one seed because rogers won mvp do you know what super bowl it was i think it was 45 mm. yeah it was Let's see, let's see. No, wait, didn't they play the Eagles in Philly? I think they might have been a wild card team. Because I remember we had Mike Vick and we played it. I'm pretty sure we played at home. Yep, they were they were a six seed. Yeah. So the one time they made it far, they were they had to go. Holy shit. Fucking just... But they, they went to Chicago though. They went to Chicago to in the to NFC play. championship. Yeah, but the Bears are to play there too. But I mean, I'm just saying for just for no. There's example, there's definitely something to that. You know, it might not be as much of an advantage as people think, and who knows? Maybe he he goes to Miami or something, and you know they. Who knows? It could be any number of things, but it's happened over you know two coaching staffs now, and it's kind of just unexplainable. Maybe it's. I don't know if the teams, their teams isn't as good as, you know, other teams that are running the ball, maybe. Aaron Rodgers, the like first. Their running game, I mean. The first quarterback to lose in the NFL playoffs four times to a single opponent, to the Niners. Yeah, it just shows that it does take more than a quarterback to win. Mm, but I disagree. Get, it gets you in the conversation almost instantly if you do have one. Well, I, I think that. The premium, damn dude. The premium that Aaron Rodgers gives you is the reason why they're always in the, in the, upper echelon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It gets you in. It gets you in the door, but it doesn't sign, seal, and deliver it. You gotta have something else that comes to the table. Like with the Chiefs, you know, Mahomes obviously plays great. The defense is kind of shit, but they have 
outstanding weapons that are just impossible to cover. Okay. Like, uh, matchup nightmares. You know, the Bills, they, they got good weapons and shit, too. And, you know, all these other teams, I guess it does come down to weapons, but... Um, but then... Well, we definitely need someone like that, and... The Eagles, or are you just saying... No, we, the Eagles, yeah, they do need somebody like that. They're not going to win shit with Hurts. They'll go, okay, like, if everyone wants to go and be a seventh seed every year, yeah, fine by me, because I think we, we're probably the seventh or eighth best team in the NFC, but that's not fucking acceptable. Right. You want to be talking about first-round buys and shit. That Those are the teams that usually win Super Bowls. And the other thing I was thinking about... Are they? Who? Teams with first-round buys? No, not... But those are, like, to, to the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. And usually, more often than not, the past decade, it's been, like, one and two seeds, except for, like, maybe one team. Yeah. Um, But what I was thinking with the whole Russell Wilson thing, if Aaron Rodgers leaves and goes to the AFC and Tom Brady retires, who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Matt Stafford? Kyler Murray. Is he? I'm trying to think of the same thing the past past two years. Dak, maybe, maybe, but if the Eagles get Russell Wilson, I feel like that could potentially put them into that conversation of having one of the best two or three quarterbacks in the in the conference. Kirk Cousins, Russell Jimmy Wilson, G. Russell Wilson's better than than them. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in on Russell Wilson you know, I mean, as long as we it, could keep one of the very AFC picks. heavy right now for QBs, and I don't see the Packers like having Rodgers go. To the NFC, that doesn't make any sense. The only way where I think he could go to NFC is if they can figure out a deal with New Orleans. I don't think they would just because how competitive it would be. And just like New Orleans money situation. That's what what I'm saying, where they could move. Like if they sent him there and then they got Michael Thomas back, say, because they're going to lose Devontae Adams. He's not resigning there. Yeah. Maybe, um, but maybe they don't want. Yeah, I mean, I, who, who knows? But I don't even know what it because I, I keep hearing that they restructured his deal so that he's technically a free agent. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't, under, trade for I don't, him. I don't, I don't understand it either. Uh, but yeah, just do you think Brady's done? He he potentially could be. I mean, why not? Do you think he's done? Fifty fifty at this point. I I think he's truly thinking about it. Like what? What do I get after, out of doing another season? Except, like, I'm completely healthy right now. You're going to think I'm crazy. I think it's going to all come down to if Gronk's going to come back. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think just all the drama that happened this year, it's like, is this something I want to experience again? Right. With him. Uh, I don't, does he have, like, another year on his deal or something? Or till um, he, I think he's signed till he's 45. I'm pretty sure he signed a three-year deal with Tampa. Mm-hmm. God, this laptop is so fucking slow. What year are we going? Uh, yeah, this is last year on the deal. Okay, so... You know, just give that some thought. We trade for Russell Wilson, we have him on the team... Well, then he has, he has options, but... Yeah. We could have, you know, potentially top three QB in the NFC for the next six years, which 
I'd love to have. Matty Ice. Dude's old as shit. I gonna know. die soon. Kind of sucks. Don't say that. He kind of sucks, man. Like you. Oh, I thought I thought you. No, I'm saying don't say don't say he's gonna die soon. Oh no no no. I'm I just mean he's old. Uh. No, it really runs through. You go through all the divisions. Washington, you know, solid roster, no QB. Dallas choke artist. Cardinals choke artist. Green Bay choke artist. What do you think gets it done for Russ though? What do you mean? What What do you think? What do you think the trade is? Um, well, we probably have to give up at least Hertz, at least two of the first round picks, maybe three. I think three picks total, maybe two firsts and a second. And I'm fine with that. Which I'd be fine with too. I'd rather have them do like a first this year, the second this year, a first next year, a second next year. So like four total picks for him. And keep Hertz. And then figure something out with Hertz. Because I, I was about to say, I'm not giving up four picks and Hertz. No, I mean, I think Hertz, you could justify trading him to another team for yep. something else. Maybe you'll get his second-round pick back that you drafted him for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it, they get the defense, you know, pepped up, and they give Russell Wilson another dominant defense to go with. I think we have enough – we have some good young talent – on the offensive side of the ball, the line's getting younger, which is good. But yeah. they also need to address some things. You know, yep. Brandon Brooks retiring. Um, you know, Jason so Kelsey random. might not come back. And yeah. he definitely helps the run game and the screen game function. <coughs> so we'll see what happens with that. But I think it gets us, again, just it gets us in that, that conversation of winning these close games. Because there are some reads that Hurts can't make. and A lot of reads It's just so frustrating watching this dude play man it's like he's never played football before yeah great runner all pro runner uh, you know i'd say it from from a quarterback maybe uh or not i shouldn't say all pro but yeah and then the other thing is like people talking about him being a pro ball alternate like does that fucking matter there's 16 starters in the nfc right that means he uh, some of them didn't go i guess because they opted out they opted out or they got hurt Okay, so, and yeah, he does one thing extremely well. Right. That's great, but I'd take a guy that fucking had one leg that could throw and read versus a guy that could run like him and not throw. I agree. Um, picks. Picks for for this weekend. Dude, uh, I... I gave you my picks earlier. Yeah, I think it's... I hope it's not a rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago. And I, I said to Melissa that I have a feeling that that's what it's going to be, but that's not what I want to see. Yeah, I definitely want to see Bengals-Niners. I want to see Bengals-Rams. Yeah, you want to see Matt Stafford. No, I want to see OBJ. OBJ, yeah. Bruh, I'm, I'm out on Baker Mayfield. I'm out. Official, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. He sucks, dude. Look at Odell. Yeah. Odell is thriving. Living yeah, his best life. You put in the right environment. I mean, Cleveland's a toxic environment. New York's a toxic environment. Just with their their front offices and shit, he's finally someplace that's that, pretty that well feel, run. Yeah, they feel like a home. You know, I hope they resign him. Hopefully, they don't take a boat pick. Uh, excuse so me. Just so, who, so, so, what do you think? What do you think it's gonna be? 
Uh, I'm just going to say Bengals Niners. Dude, my favorite is the meme saying that Joe Burrow is the only one that can save us from Jackson Mahomes twerking. That I fucking... I can't stand There's that, not dude. a lot of people that I say I hate, but I kind of fucking hate he's, Jackson Mahomes. He's the worst. And for some reason, when I had Snapchat, he was always in my Snapchat. Like, always in the stories thing. Me and Joyce used to, like, screenshot shit and send it. Like, yeah, why like, the fuck why? is he there? I can't fucking stand him. These he makes me hate Pat fucking... Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know... That 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 was probably top five games I've ever seen though. Very good. I missed a lot of it, but I came down after uh, I saw that the Bills were like driving or whatever, yeah. or like after the Chiefs scored, and and watched it. And yeah, it was pretty fucking pretty historic. Right now, are we gonna are we gonna say that they're the two best quarterbacks in the league? Um. Yeah, the two best young QBs for sure. Like they, they're. Do you agree that they're Brady, Brady Manning for the next generation? Like they, and I'm not. I'm not saying with what they do, but like, I don't. I don't know about you, but when I saw that the Colts and the Patriots were playing, because at that point we didn't have Sunday Ticket or Red Zone. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, I'm fucking watching that. Like, yeah, that's the matchup now. Yeah, it's it's starting to look that way. They tried to make it, especially with the Bills being this good. They tried to make it Chiefs and Ravens so bad, and Lamar just said nah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened with that. Neither do I. But yeah, they. Um, I hope the Bills get one, yo. Yeah, I kind of was hoping that it'd be this year too. I'm kind of getting sick of the Chiefs. It's not even that I'm getting sick of the Chiefs. It's just like, how do you not root for Josh Allen? Yeah. In that team, and like. Now that Andy got his one, like, I don't care. Like, Same. That, that's not going to make me, if if it's the Chiefs or another AFC team, like, no, nah, I want to see somebody else win it. Yeah. And it's not that I'm getting tired of it. It's just that, like, it's, it's always going to, first of all, I think that now we can easily say, even though I love Andy Reid, he's more of a Chiefs coach than the Eagles coach. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I kind of don't want him to keep winning because then he's going to get remembered more. For being a Chiefs coach. But... He coached here for 13 years. He's coached in KC for like eight or nine. But he got the ring there. He got a ring, but... And he never had a bad season there. Yeah, but he only had like two bad seasons with the Eagles. It was his last season here and the the year after the Super Bowl. And I guess the first season. But the first season doesn't really count. Yeah. But... I don't know. I th- I think he's, he's going to be remembered as a, as a Chiefs coach, unfortunately. No matter, like, if he retired tomorrow, he's going to be remembered there. Because I think that's more of where he revolutionized the game. Could be a recency bias if the roles were reversed. I mean, you know, you never know. I guess it depends on your audience. If you're talking to a, a kid that's, you know, 16 years old, he'd be like, what are you fucking talking about? He's the Chiefs coach. But, like, you talk to, like, a 40-year-old man, you might be, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's an Eagles coach. But we're saying we're saying recency bias, but we live in Philly, so like we have a Philly bias too. And I'm even saying that like he's more he's more of a Chiefs coach. Like if I if I think of a moment, I think of more him. Like when I think of Andy Reid now, I think of the meme of him, um, in the fucking the Luau shirts, and they <sighs> said they said that he's about to kill it on South Beach when they were going to play the 49ers and that's like that's mad sad because i really fucked with him as a coach yeah i still do like i don't i don't hate him and i no, don't hate I the don't chiefs either, either. Um, he definitely they got the Philly coldest white dude in the world travis kelsey's so baller i fucking <laughs> love that dude did you watch his dating show nah i didn't 
But Joe Burrow, yo, he coming up. That boy yeah, different. Yeah, Joe that Burrow. Boy different. He's, he's got something to say about uh, this this Manning fucking uh, Brady comp that you're but giving that, to Josh Allen. And but Mahomes. that's that's all I could say. Like, I, I made Melissa sit and watch a Joe Burrow compilation. And, like, whenever I say him, I just say, that boy different. Like, he yeah. just, he different. I, I never, I've never been as interested to watch a play. He is what I thought Baker Mayfield would be. If I'm being 100 percent real, but he's so much cooler than Baker Mayfield because he doesn't try to be as cool. Bro, you're 100 percent right. Like Baker Mayfield wants to be cool. Baker it's, Mayfield wants to be black. It's like the, like the little man thing. Like he's surrounded. Like he's shorter for an NFL quarterback. Right. So I feel like that kind of has something to do with it too. Like this attitude and the whole walk on thing and just kind of like I guess he got too entitled with that. Um I don't know exactly where I'm going with it. I just don't fucking really fuck with Baker Mayfield. Do like I'm. I'm not out. Like I. I hope he wins the Super Bowl. But that was my guy. Like I hitched on him. But now it's, it's it's all it's all. Ooh, he's not going to be in Cleveland next year. Yes, he will. You think so? Yeah. And it, 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 all right. So I said I'm out on him. If he's if he's not in Cleveland, come here. Come to Philly. You want to take Baker Mayfield I'm, over Jalen Hurts? I'm just Hurt? so sick of watching people I don't want to watch play for us. But would you take him over Jalen Hurts? I don't want fucking either of them. But would you take him over Jalen Hurts? I'd almost rather watch him throw than watch Jalen Hurts run. Okay. I mean, just getting to that point, man. It was just such a fucking stale season. This has been the most. If Baker Mayfield's our quarterback, we win that Tampa Bay game. No, you're capping, dude. I'll put money on that. Our defense wasn't good enough for that, but. Don't don't put it on the defense. No, I think our defense is definitely bad, but yo, they, how, they, how they do you could, get a head coaching interview? I don't know what people fucking see. Whose man is I that? I don't know who's dick he's sucking. To you just sound like Tory Blake. I don't know who dick he's sucking. <laughs> yeah, um, we should get her in the pot. Yeah, maybe. Um, she alive? Where was I? Yeah, I'm just fucking just so displeased with Eagles football at the moment. Nah, that's only that's, bright spot is kind of Devontae Smith, Jordan Mailata. Who do you want to cross? Yo, Jordan Mailata, hold up. He's built different. Hold up. Let me get my round of applause for Jordan Mailata. My yeah. man came in, he said, I don't know how to play a lick of football and finesse somehow into a $64 million deal and earned that shit. That's fucking Brock Lesnar with. Uh, you know, he's in the WWE and shit. And I don't know learned, how Coco can look at that and not be disappointed in himself. Well, Coco's only the size of a QB. Like, Jordan Malato would make Coco look like a baby. But, like... He would fucking rock him to sleep. I, no, you, you want to know what? I'm, I'm actually going to give Coco some love right now. I feel like if Coco would have played football at St. Matt's, he would have eventually become a good offensive lineman. Probably, yeah. He maybe just lacked the, the confidence at the time or someone didn't invest enough time to tell him that, you know? Like, I think he's more of an offensive lineman than a defensive lineman, personally. Did he play defensive line? He did for McDevitt. Yeah, he could definitely be effective run blocking for sure. Yeah. Like, and that's usually what high school is about. It's yeah. about running, so. But, so you're in on Russell Wilson. I'm also in on Russell Wilson, but I would love to see Baker Mayfield here. Um, Joe Burrow going to do his thing. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty cool. I like Burrow. You know what's funny? Uh. I felt like you wouldn't like him though. No, he's he's fine with me. I don't I don't 
you know, but when the draft was happening and since he had the first pick, I distinctly remember watching Colin Cowherd, like a video segment, talking about how they should take like Penny Sewell instead. Yeah. Because Joe Burrow's just going to, he's going to be scared of the NFL and he's just going to get destroyed because the line's going to suck. And no, they were different drafts. Was it? Sewell, Sewell or, was Jamar Chase. They, they wanted him to take a different offensive lineman. Like right. basically an offensive lineman instead of Joe Burrow. Because <coughs> it's just not even worth it. And he couldn't have been fucking more wrong. It's unreal, dude. Because this dude's just balling. He's like, you think he's got to go up against Lamar Jackson twice a year, Ben Roethlisberger and the, and the Steelers, who are, you know, like instant classics, and now the, the rising Browns and Miles Shout out to Ben Roethlisberger, by the way. Fucking, and he's just fucked that whole division his second year. So it shows how much that dude knows. And he's not like, I feel like why you like him, and, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, because he's not cocky. Like, he yeah. just, like... Somebody asked him in the beginning of the season, like, what are your expectations? He's like, to get to the playoffs, the easiest way to do that is to win the division, so I think we're going to win the division. Like, that's just facts. Like, yeah. he's not saying we're better than everybody, we're going to win the division. He's saying, I think we're going to make the playoffs, and the easiest way to do that is to win the division, so we're going to win the division. And look at him. Um, what's, what's your award picks? Who you got for MVP? Uh, Cooper Cup. Because you want – and that's strictly for Jonathan Taylor? Because I need him to win Offensive Player of the Year. I'll take Jonathan Taylor for um He deserves MVP. some type of recognition. He needs a vote. For his season. I hope he gets 100%. a vote for Russell Wilson. Like, if he gets a vote this year, that would be insane. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, because right? Russell Wilson still never got MVP vote. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't... Because he, he trickles off too much. Like, I think Russell Wilson would benefit more from, like, they usually start, like, obviously this year isn't the same, but they usually start, like, 5-0. and and then go five and four, and then finish twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Like he always starts hot, fizzles out. Like I think if he started out like mid tier and then went nuclear towards the end, that would get like I feel like it's always how you finish. Yeah. Which is why like Jonathan Taylor's not gonna get it because they didn't make the playoffs. I think if they would make the playoffs, because it would have only been on the strength of him. I hate that that is a thing because I'm pretty sure they finished with the same record as other teams and. We kind of talked about this on the last pod about the rub and how things go for certain teams. Like, Minnesota has had virtually the same record as the Eagles the past, like, five or so years, and they've just been on the wrong side of right. the tiebreakers like tie and shit, and that totally changes people's jobs and how they deem success. True. So, But it's, for, also, for with an the, award. it's also with the talent that you have on the team. Like, I think that everybody would say that Minnesota is a more talented top-to-bottom Offense, at least. Maybe not defense, but they, yeah, have, maybe. they have a better team than the Eagles on paper. Um, so they should have done more with that. True. No, I, I can like, see that. Like, them ending where the Eagles are, like, some people look at it for the Eagles as, like, a good season. And it's like, you only did that for Minnesota. Yeah. So it's perspective. That's but why, I get what you're saying. That's why I love football because it honestly comes down to the entire fucking team. And how well a bunch of random Kelsey. fucking people can come together and create something special. It's it's no one thing. It's no one ingredient. But unless you have the ingredient, which is QB, Mahomes or Brady. Yeah, they're fucking on it. Mahomes is way more talented than Brady. Oh yeah, I'm just that. saying. Like, is there any other quarterback that if you see 13 seconds, you're like they could get it done besides those two? Like, not even Rodgers. Yeah, nobody. He literally just proved, and like, did, 13 did you seconds watch that? enough time. But yeah, the, live. Dude, and, like, 
when they panned to him and he didn't look frazzled at all, I was like, oh, he's going to get this done. Yeah, I he's going to at least get him in the field. I saw range something about his heart rate yeah. during the game. Like that he it was, was highest when he was off the field. Right. Because he was nervous you know, about he his couldn't defense. Control it. But 13 seconds, it just showed that, you know, that that's, but, that's enough now. But they shouldn't have played such soft coverage. And it's not all 13 seconds is a create equal. Like, I think a lot of quarterbacks actually could probably do that with 13 seconds and three timeouts. No, but the threat of him like going deep and making a play is right. what caused them right. to play more conservative. And, <coughs> yeah, they just got fucking you know, lit up to go that far in that amount of time. But it's true, most teams, when it comes down to those last 13 seconds, they usually don't have three timeouts. Yeah. So, um, it's up for debate. What do you think about uh, overtime rules? Do you think Josh Allen should have had a... Don't think it's as controversial. I think there's a fine, like thing that they want to do. Like they don't want to have people play five quarters of football because it's just not healthy. Yep. So I think it comes down to that a lot. And two, the whole game is decided by both teams for sixty minutes. And if you can't stop a team from scoring a touchdown when you have to, like I don't think you deserve to win the game. Granted, I feel like offense does have. More of an advantage, but I feel like they alleviated that with the whole field goal. Yeah, that's what I was gonna rule. say. Like you like, gotta like keep the them out of the end rules. zone. Impose your will as a defense, like, especially when you're the number one defense. Yeah, like there's two two sides of the ball that you gotta play, and if you're you know have to make a play on that side, you have to make a play on that side. I mean, I think it'd be more cool. I think it'd be better if they just played the full quarter, the full ten minutes, and it didn't matter who scored first. Like, maybe it's just a time-based thing, and then if it was, you know, but then again, if it ends in a tie, again, then you'd probably have to do that rule, but then you're playing fucking almost six quarters of football. Right. Which I don't think they won. What do you think about them imposing, like, college football rules? Like, start from 25, Um, and then you go back and forth. I feel like a lot of people are going to get hurt doing that. I agree. And they don't want that. I think that if, like, everybody seems to be, like, I, th- I think that, Everybody's right when they say that the thing, the only thing that can affect the NFL and make them kind of like they're never going to go extinct. It's religion at this point in this country, but like fuck with them the most is concussions and like stuff like that. So you can't say we're for the athlete and then basically make them hit more just so that you have a better like, I, I don't know. I definitely agree with what you're saying. We're like you. You have to make a stop at some point. At some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not a proponent for changing it. I do think that the change that they made before was better because I, I always hated that you only had to get in the field goal range. Like that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely <clears throat> ruined that. Um, maybe I like it because even if even if um you played the full ten minutes, it, it cheapens overtime. Like, I'll never forget in 2011 when Tebow threw that shitty slant and he called in just, Demarius Thomas, RIP, called in and just broke that shit. Yeah, like, you I don't get that. moments like that if it can't be, Sign there's no walk off. Yeah. And I don't know. The other like, thing. Like, imagine a buzzer beater if you got a chance, like, somebody hit a three and they're like, okay, you get a chance to make, yeah, make the three. But also, what difference does it make if both teams are unstoppable? This team goes down to score a touchdown, the other team goes to score, and then the original team scores, then you're at the same result right. anyway. Facts. So, the I best think people, is people need to stop he crying. Heads. When they're like, what else could Josh Allen have done? 
call heads. I mean, the same shit happened to Mahomes, you know, yeah. previously, so. For sure. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. Maybe you win the game. Maybe, you know, all the 50 million other decisions right. lost you the game and not just the one thing that happened. That part. You know, with I think now, especially you got to consider with timeouts, I think you don't kick that ball into the end zone. Yep. I think you definitely squib it. You eliminate as much of the clock as possible so they only have one possible play. Yep. And they would have definitely went back and done that. That's facts. Um, <coughs> hopefully by next time we pot, this call's fucking gone. It's been a week. Hopefully. Um, sorry, my doctor said I'm not contagious after five days. Um, I think that's it. You should probably get out of here before the snow. Yeah, yeah, I'm content with this this conclusion. Do I just hope there's some good football? Like, I don't want to see any fucking blowouts. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. You want to talk I, about your AC trip getting canceled real quick? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I was supposed to go to fucking AC this weekend, rent an Airbnb. Would your Airbnb in Atlantic City or, like, yeah, an outskirt? Yeah, it was, like, right, I can next, never find right next to the ocean. In, it, in Atlantic City. Not the ocean, but ocean, yeah. like, casino or whatever. Uh, was it in Ocean? Like some people rent? No, not in it. It was gotcha. like a couple blocks away. But I mean, we got we got it like right after New Year's. Had no idea it would snow. Yeah. Fucking of all the weekends to have it is literally on the day we're supposed to go. I was looking forward to it. Couldn't do it. We're gonna. Was it reschedule. for a reason or just to turn up? It just to fucking turn up. Nice. Just, just random. It was like. Are you guys rescheduling? Yeah, we'll reschedule and figure it out at some point maybe you know if you want to go you can hop in and you know if it's possible incorporate you on the the planning process and if no because we when we go we're we'll probably gamble for like a little bit and then get ready get fucked up and then go to a club i'm always down for a club because that's the move um what's the update on softball anything softball got the winter meeting sometime in february just Getting ready, getting excited. Glad I'm moving next to Mitchell. Now I can go practice. Facts. Every day if I want to. We're, we're trying to get something in next Thursday if it don't rain? Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll, we'll oh, look. no, no, no. You have school. Shit. I do have school. Fuck, Fuck. I forgot about that. But maybe, I don't know, Friday, something. We'll figure it out, dude. Yeah. Um, And it's, the weather will remain shitty for the next couple of weeks. Hopefully the groundhog don't see a shadow. Yeah. It'll, it'll, keep, it'll keep being bad. It'll get good for one week. Get really bad, and then it'll you know be spring. And hopefully next time we go, there's not that big ass fucking puddle, so I can actually do some catcher shit. Yeah, that shit was ass. The puddles, yeah, <coughs> definitely fucked you up. All right, I think we're out, dog. All right, man, peace. All right, peace.